Showcase Sundays today on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. From the four corners of this world, there are more than 341 million people who speak English. This is the Society of the Ear, the Society of the Mind. Our voices are legion. Here we have the opportunity to spread stories through the theater of the mind all across the cyber byways and radial beacons. We are inclusive. We are eclectic. We are collective. We are the Sonic Society. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Sonic Society. We are the world's largest showcase of modern audio drama. Today is episode 653 and the beginning of season 16. I'm, of course, your genial host and CEO of the Mutual Audio Network, Jack Ward. And with me is always my co-host with the most, David Alt. Good morning, Jack. So good to see you again. It's been such a long time. I know. I can only wave at you from the stage and vice versa at times (laughs) during Sonic Summerstock. How did you enjoy Sonic Summerstock Season 11? A pleasure as ever. And it's just, it's so bizarre to think that I've been presenting that for 11 years now. Yes, it's been a long time and it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. Oh, absolutely. Yes. And I, I just get so excited about... All the different entries, like, uh, you know, this year I I have to, I'll just rattle off some of the things mm, that mm-hmm. I have. So, of course, we have maybe in the most uh, category, we should start off with Pete Lutz from Narada Radio, mm. who gave us a bunch of stuff, including so Quiet much. Please yep. and Night Beat, among many others, which is just so many fun things. And John Bell joined him uh. as well to do some Bob and Ray, as well as more of his trio of duos. That was excellent. (laughs) Uh, We welcome back Rachel Pulliam to do uh, Wuthering Heights. I was in there as well, yes. That was wonderful. And (laughs) we had Lightning Bolt Theatre of the Mind with Josh Price and Tanya Malevich. Mm -hmm. And they did the pilot of Dark Shadows. Mm. Uh, We had, of course, the Oxbow incident where I... And Lothar and Pete and John Bell, so a whole bunch of us from Mutual were invited to be a part of a great group of people there from the Audion Project, which was awesome. Mm -hmm. And then JV Tories ended everything off last week with the Third Soldier and along with one of ours, the Amigos, Mm -hmm. both Lothar and Jeff and myself, we ended up doing uh, two X-1s with Jeff. Launching everything off with Mars is Heaven at the beginning of the summer. And then, of course, we ended the whole season with Junkyard from the Clifford D. Simic adaptation, which was a lot of fun. Indeed. And there was also a, a No Sleep podcast in there as well. The Mark of Marcus Hellfire. Not to mention Lion's Den Theatre joined as well for two features. Indeed, yes. It's yep. morning and we're both tired. <laughs> 
I feel it. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> the stairs from uh, where I've just come from to, to down to the office here, they seem to get longer every time. <laughs> well, we'll have to take the lift more often. That's the problem. I know. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you need the exercise. But season 16, I'm really excited. Every year... From the first five years of the Sonic Society, before we had you here, I credit you for this, David. What? 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 For the first five or six years, sometimes it was really hard finding enough audio drama, but you are a lucky charm. As soon as you, like... (laughs) (laughs) came in as host the world has woken up to audio drama and so now there's more audio drama than we could possibly post but we still get lots of brand new shows out there and Mm. of course we get some old favorites coming back with brand new episodes and we're going to have a little bit of that today as well but i'm looking forward to this brand new season that's going to lead us up into MadCon 2021. Absolutely, and, and fingers crossed it uh, it all goes ahead. It was yes. a, a great shame not to come over this July to see you, but hopefully next year. We're planning ahead. We've got it all booked again. They've just <laughs> pushed us forward. The new dates are there at mad-con.com. If you haven't got your tickets, please get them. Of course, it's better to be prepared. And to make sure that you have them before you go, take care of your travel plans later on, but get your MadCon tickets first and foremost, and then you'll be ready to be able to come to the world's first modern audio drama convention. Can I can I give a little announcement as something that I've been working yes. on in the background? Yes, please. Yes. So for many years, I have all these little projects in the background of things. <laughs> as you, One of them was the audio drama rating system, and we got that up a while ago. And another one was just having a place for people to talk about audio drama. And that started mm. with audio drama talk and then moved over to the Facebook group and all those kind of things. Well, I've always wanted to have a hall of fame for the modern audio drama so okay i have gone ahead and gotten my family's uh old had an old piano that they tossed out and we took one of like the backboard of it so it's a beautiful old wooden backboard piece Mm. and we've beveled the edges of it so it's about six feet long and it's a good size width and we have these lovely metal letters up there that say modern audio drama hall of fame on it Mm -hmm. and we will have a bunch of plaques like little mini plaque kind of you know card length size Mm. every year and we will go around and start putting on people we'll start asking people for their nominations i think already 2021 the first one we've set up for about three people that we feel have been just so important to the audio drama movement, the modern audio drama movement. And every year we'll be putting those names on the boards on this massive plaque. So the idea is eventually the plaque, we will find a lovely home for it, probably in a uh, university. There's a couple of universities that have uh, great archives for audio Mm. drama Mm -hmm. and to have it up on the wall so everyone can see who's a part of the modern audio drama hall of fame is one of my dreams to get up so because i think there's been some really amazing people that really deserve their long-term dedication to this medium Mm. and to have their Mm -hmm. names sort of put up there for all time so every year we're going to be doing this i'll make sure that it'll be there for the modern audio drama convention and we'll be putting the first people up there and thanking them we'll we'll try to get them to come we'll be inviting people i know some of them might be arriving lots of people will be there and then uh, when we have the next modern audio drama convention, mm-hmm. because we're already talking about, you know, maybe doing an, one every 
three or four years. So it becomes really special. I'll bring it with me. I'll haul it off in my mm. vehicle and it'll be wrapped up you know, <laughs> to, like a treasure and brought wherever we go so that new names can be affixed. Uh, they'll be affixed every year anyway, but it'd be nice to have it right there and to thank the people uh, for their dedication mm. and their contributions. That sounds fantastic. And it's it's not quite the keys to the city, but the keys to the podcast. There you go. The keys to the podcast. Exactly. So <laughs> this has never been announced. So that was one of the big announcements I wanted to make about this. So I'm very excited for that to be happening. Also, another big announcement. I think there's really cool things in the offing. The, the word is that um, the 11th hour production stuff has kind of gone to the wayside. People involved have decided not to do it anymore. Oh, that's a shame. It is a shame because it was a, a lot of fun. But previously before that, we if you remember, there was a series called Transcontinental Terror. Yes. That yes. Uh, myself and Fred Greenhalge and a bunch of other people had decided on doing every year. We did it four or five years together. I think the we've gotten the, the go-ahead for Mutual to do that again uh, this year. So Transcontinental Terror will be uh arriving shortly in a station near you have your tickets ready <laughs> to go for a ride on the transcontinental terror we're hoping to have as many people as possible to include their horror stories to the series in october mm. so that will be lots and lots of fun for that absolutely so those are those are a couple of things that are coming up that i i can think of what about you david do you have anything special coming up Oh, I do actually have a, I, I'm part of a project, but it's uh, going to be under wraps until the Kickstarter is launched in a couple of weeks time. So uh, hopefully uh, either next episode or the episode after I can tell you a little bit more about mm. that. But otherwise, I'm also... Any no sleep plans going on for more travels once things settle down a bit? With the... Well, we'll have to see uh, about touring with no sleep. Right. Uh, that's that's up in the air as ever sure but one thing i do want to mention is uh so there's a community theater that i was involved with a few years ago when i lived down in the southeast uh, called mm. the limelight theater oh, yeah. and over the course of lockdown and everything we have put together every sonnet of william shakespeare and release them daily, and we've now got through all of the sonnets. Wow, uh, that's awesome! So there is a if you go if you look for the Limelight Theatre feed, you will be able to find all of those sonnets plus some other audiobooks. And we are currently recording Much Ado About Nothing. Wow! And the plan uh, eventually is to hopefully have all of the works of Shakespeare recorded for posterity. Wow. We would so love, to, love to replay them on Mutual if you get a chance. We're Absolutely, I will, I will mention it. Fan. Yeah. Then um, I've also been continuing work with Shadows at the Door, the podcast. We've yes. been releasing our Gentle Terrors, our MR James-style horror ghost stories nice. uh, every two weeks. And so if you look for Shadows at the Door, the podcast. And then there's... Uh, it, are you familiar with spam email, Jack? Yes. <laughs> Sadly so. Uh, aren't we all? Well, yeah. Ellie Hirschman and I, uh, who, I mean, I've worked with Ellie right since the back since the days of Darker Projects. Yes. When I started this whole, this whole career, really. Really. So we do some, I call them tales of suspense, horror, tales of suspense, horror, 
intrigue and terror. Nice. But some of them made up of spam emails. And we, we have the gentle <laughs> poetry of spam emails that we that we read out. We've got some awful campfire tales. You know, the types of ghost stories that someone might tell around the campfire who has never heard a ghost story before. Of course, yes. Uh, so those kinds of terrible, terrible stories. Yes. Um, and, and we will record them. So we're actually looking Wonderful. for... People's worst scripts, <laughs> people's worst stories, and we will quite happily roast them. Uh, we don't even need to uh, say who wrote them. We will guarantee anonymity if that is if if that is what you want. But we would love to perform your worst, most terrible, most excruciating scripts. Uh, so <laughs> How do people uh, send those scripts? Where do they send them to? Well, they can send them to Cool Fool at davidalt.co.uk. Nice. So that's coolfool at davidalt.co.uk. Um, so we would love to see those. And, and if the, if anyone has any Halloween theme or even looking ahead to the, the rest of the holidays of the year, if you've got any themed scripts that you want to send our way, please do send them. But uh, you'll find Coolful Productions on uh, the, a podcatcher near you. And indeed, September is Spamtember. So <laughs> <laughs> from, this, from this month, we've got our spam theatre every Sunday. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. <laughs> That's really great. I'm looking forward to hearing that. I, I, you'll have to send us a link so we can put it up on the Sonic Society website. Absolutely, as well. yes. yes. Uh, that brings me to the uh, the fact that we're also doing uh, several different sort of audio fiction elements in the Mutual. Recently, we've been doing Story Circle Theater with mm-hmm. Jeff Billard and mm-hmm. lots of different people. So that's on Saturdays. We often have people come in and read a, a great public domain story. So if you have mm. your favorite public domain kids story that you want to be able to record. Oh, I was just about to say war and peace, but <laughs> when you say kids story. Oh. Well, that, that'll put them to sleep. That's for sure. <laughs> I have a copy of it in, in my uh, classroom. And whenever a student who's supposed to have brought in a book to read says they don't have one, I said, well, I've got one right here. <laughs> they always they always bring their own book the next day. I don't know why. It's so handy oh, for that's them. strange. <laughs> it's like back in the day, whenever you forgot your swimming trunk, for PE, they you would have to get one of the old yes manky pairs from <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we also have the mutual book club where we're also going to be doing some short stories or novels, and those will sort of be floating from day to day depending upon the genre. So, for hmm. example, you'll be able to hear a lovely short story read by Mr. David Alt of <gasps> one of what? my one of my original stories the witch hunter so ah that starts us off in uh, wednesday wonders coming up i think by the end of this month of september so there's going to be some fun stuff for those people who enjoy fiction as well i'm i'm a big audio fan of all story period i'm a i'm a story fan regardless but so i i enjoy... <laughs> you surprise me jack you very much surprise me <laughs> <laughs> there you go so yeah if you are interested and you have a recorded public domain stuff and you want to send those in by all means send them to mutual audio at gmail.com or send them to sonic mm-hmm. society gmail.com if you forget mutual audio at gmail.com either one works 
fine for us. So it's been fantastic working with everybody at Mutual recently. I just want to say that as well. There's just, there's so much new stuff coming in on our Sundays. You know, mm. every, every once in a while you get one feature and that's because it's been the summer, but usually it's been at least three. So, and oftentimes mm. we've had a bunch of Sonic Echoes. We're finishing off our Western season. One, one more to go. I have uh, have gun World Travel recording with uh, Lothar Tuppen and Jeff Billard. And then we're going to be starting a noir series. So I think we'll do a, an, a follow-up, I should say, after the Have Gun Will Travel so that we can give people conclusions and some thoughts that we have after listening to so many Western series. And then we're going to start talking about detectives and noir and some of the connections and looking at some of our favorites for that. So we're really excited for Sonic Echo. I know that Pete Lutz and all the fun folks at Narada Radio also have another old-time radio reflection series called Old-Time Radio Essentials, and they're a lot of fun, too. They take just single episodes of their favorite series and bring them out for people. The idea being, of course, if it's really good, it needs to be in your personal collection. It's an essential. So mm. they go through, listen to it, and vote upon it and decide whether or not that particular show should be considered as a essential for anyone's old-time radio collections. So mm. those are two other shows that are interesting to be able to have a chance to listen to. They have a lot. Of, we get a lot of fans from both sides of the shows that come for both. A lot of people, let me just say, a lot of people really enjoy old-time radio drama. It's nice to hear from people that I'd never heard of sending us some email with some requests and some thoughts. Absolutely. It is lovely to hear from our listeners. And uh, if you are a new listener or you've been listening since uh, the first season, please do get in touch and say hi. I'm afraid Zug Butte is still out having uh, a nice time in the fields, but do please get in touch, say hi, and let us know what you're looking forward to in season 16. Yeah. If you have any requests or thoughts or ideas or concerns or whatever, if you have any uh, shows that you'd like us to listen to and mm. feature, please send them to us. We'd love to hear from you. We're at Twitter at Sonic Society and at Astro Tour 2010. No, no, no. I've changed it now. I've, I've changed it. I am now oh, no. at David Alt. Oh, you made the switch. I made the switch finally after 10 years. Wow. Um, or 11 years, actually. But yes, I've made the switch. I'm now at David Alt. Oh, okay. At David Alt. There you go. And Sonic Society. So please get in touch with us. We mm -hmm. would love to hear from you regardless, especially now that we're starting a new season. It's always good to hear from people who are interested. And so mm -hmm. I guess we should really get the 16th season rolling as we have two great shorts. First, it's A Titan's Rise from Leo Kosh, and then a special treat as CNY Table Reads brings us their presentation of one of my favorite Deadline anthology shorts, Night Driving. Ooh, I like that one. And everything begins right here. On the Sonic Society. Like coming home. Aww. <laughs> Uh, I'll be honest, the, the crowd's a bit intense. Come on, there's a great mix of all races and backgrounds here. It's going to be great. Yeah, I'm a bit worried about this. I got you a drink! I, uh, I was gonna pass tonight. It's okay, you don't have to owe me again. It's on me. Thanks for the increase in my allowance for high grades this year. Will you lighten up? 
final project starts tomorrow. This is our last night of freedom. Hey. Hey. You pretty human. Come back to the I play Ben, your bad human boy. Come, I show you. Hey, bug boy. So, sir, could you tell me what happened? Well, certain words were exchanged. Also, certain punches. Then you threw the first punch. The creep had it coming. Sergeant, he did. But it was to protect me. The Zimian worker over there grabbed me and tried to drag me out. I see. So you were defending her? Yes, but... That's what I said, isn't it? <sighs> Very well. You may both go. Mr. Dragon, that was an impressive punch. Not many kids your age can do that to a Zimian. He's right, you know. How do you punch so hard? It's just a question of balance and timing. Oh, and channeling a lifetime's worth of anger and frustration into one sudden movement. <laughs> The final project, which you must complete with a partner of your choice, must be finished within four weeks. It will be concerning the effects of wormhole travel on life forms of any kind. Potential topics include the effect on commerce or on circadian rhythms. Please submit your topics by the end of day tomorrow. Oh, great. So, what are we gonna do, Elliot? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Janelle. Lafley already asked me to work with her. Plus, it'll probably be better if we don't actually- Lafley you, huh? I suppose that has nothing to do with the fact that she's attractive? Come on, I've known her for years. Nothing is happening there. Ugh. I'll meet you later. Gotta run. <laughs> so, as my idea involves radiation and... And your last project was uh, w was about that. I wondered if you might um, consider working with me. Oh, I. Well, we're the logical pairing for this, so, so I thought. Shouldn't you work with Kicktree? He won't work with me for for some reason. A anyway, it, it makes sense when when we're tied for top to have different partners to find out who's better. Won't Janelle be upset though? I wouldn't want her to think. N no, no, don't don't worry about that. She she's fine with it. I I mean we're just working together, right? Okay. Well, it's a great project, so I think. Yes, I'd love to work with you. Great. I'll, I'll drop you a message when I manage to reserve lab time then. Okay, sounds good. I'll arrange the specimens.
That was close. I mean, Janelle would be a fullback, but I'd rather work with someone who has a brain. I'm just not sure this method is ethical. Didn't Professor Bramble say that we would be marked on that? Well, we only have three hours of lab time, and it's the only way we're going to finish. And it's going to die anyway. That's the point of exposing it to the radiation. Well, that's only if you're right that long exposure to the inside of wormholes is dangerous. I'm right. Maybe, but that's not scientific process. If we accelerate their metabolism and they don't die, they will suffer for hours before dying of organ failure. Seriously? Hours of suffering is what you're worried about. I mean it, Elliot. I'd like to find a different method. Maybe a longer time frame. We're here now. We do it now. No. I can no longer agree to this. It's unethical, which will lose us marks. But even more so, it's wrong. I don't know why you can't see that. If you leave, you'll get zero for the project. I won't lie for you. I'll explain it to Professor Bramble. I trust him to believe me. Fine. I'll finish it myself. I got rejected by Open Technology, sir. They said I failed biochemistry. Your class. That is correct, Mr. Dragon. I passed your class, sir. I got the top grades in your class, in fact. Now, I understand that mistakes get made. If you wouldn't mind taking a little time to write me a letter of recommendation, explaining your error, then- There is no error. Your methodology was flawed. Excuse me? Every experiment that I conducted produced perfect results. Perhaps so. However, your experiment caused harm to the creatures you were meant to be studying. Don't be ridiculous. They barely even had a nervous system. I see you, Mr. Dragon. The others may not, but with long life comes large experience. You may fool them with your mask of civility, but you cannot judge a sentient being by how they treat those with equal power. You can judge them only by how they treat those put in their power. You have shown who you are. To me, at least. Are you kidding me? I don't give an anaesthetic to some tiny insect before a lethal experiment, and you fail me out of the job I've spent my whole life working towards. The grade will be overturned when it comes up for peer review. This will harm my academic career, and you will have your perfect record. Then what was the damned point? I believe in minimizing harm. Mr. Dragon, you would have fooled the people in open technology. Your career would have risen like a comet. They would have given you the power you so desperately crave. 
they would have given power to a human who does not care what harm he causes. And I have prevented that. You will not leave a gap in your personal record while you wait. You will take another job. The universe will be a little safer. My tenure here, if that is what it costs, is a fair trade. <laughs> Smurtyos security? Really? Yes, Janelle. Smurtyos security. No. Open technology. I get that. One of the Zimian companies that are going to get folded into open tech next quarter would make sense too. As well as you give an easy angle to work, but Smurtyos? Why would someone with your brains want to work for Smurtyos security? First of all, because everybody needs good engineers, Janelle. The universe isn't neatly divided up into seven sections, with each person going to the correct section. We aren't the bugs, we don't have castes assigned to us at birth. I really wish you wouldn't use that word. What? Bugs? You think that they don't have some word they use for us in their chitter-clatter language? Anyway, it isn't an insult. They are bugs, and Velithia plants, just like we are apes and the Eleutians are squid. We might be highly evolved examples of those species that have picked up intelligence along the way, but but I'm a scientist. I prefer to refer to things as what they are. We've been through this, Elliot. That word has connotations. You can't just ignore history. You can't ignore what happened to the Zimians when people like us called them things like that. The bug war again? I'm pretty sure they gave as good as they got. Well, not quite, otherwise I would be sitting in Bug University right now, talking to you in bug clicks and planning my exciting new career in cocoon washing. As if you have ever washed anything in your life! <laughs> Seriously though, Elliot, why did you apply for Smurdyoff security? Is this some sort of practice run for the real job you want? Is an offer from them meant to give you leverage at open tech? You're like the smartest guy I know. What's your play here? There is no play. There's no scheme, no last minute twist. I applied for the job at Smurtyor Security because I want the job at Smurtyor Security. I approve of the work they do. They keep the consortium safe and I want to help people. You want to help people? More Tasca's pharmaceuticals could use you. I know you're stronger on physics, but you can make a difference. Save lives. People don't sign up for Smurdia security to help people. Alright, alright. Maybe I don't want to help people, but... Just listen a moment. Smurtyos security has the most advanced research programs going, and that is pretty fascinating to me. Smurtyos has a lot of opportunities that I wouldn't get in other companies where the squ the Eleutians get hiring and promotion priority. And, in engineering right now, Zimians are taking all the best jobs. With Smurtios, I at least have a chance to climb the ladder before I have to compete with them. Alright, so maybe there are some good reasons to go to Smurtios. 
But do you really want to be out there on the firing line when the next crazy, scary alien invasion comes along? I'm no coward. I would have thought you would know that by now. <laughs> there is a difference between arguing with some guy in a nightclub and being the target when lasers are flying. Well, I guess you'd better hope that we don't end up going to war then. Otherwise, there'll be nobody for you to use as a body pillow. I'm gonna miss you when you're gone. You know that. Yeah, I know. I can't follow you to Smyrdia security. I've got my own plans. My father- Yeah, I know that. I- Everything is temporary, Janelle. Maybe, if we're lucky, we can bump into each other a few years down the line, when things are more settled. Yeah, when we are both fat and rich and stationed on Tyrannus, we can meet up again. You can get me that drink you owe me. How about I owe you two drinks after you take me out tonight to celebrate me killing the interview this afternoon? <laughs> you are lucky I'm so tolerant of your colony boy made good grifting. Pick me up from the Smurtio Security HR building at six? Maybe I'll be feeling richer. Take you out for dinner. If signing up to get yourself shot is all it takes for you to spend some of your student loan on training your girlfriend right, I would have had you at their offices first day of first year. <laughs> <laughs> A deadline. You shouldn't have done that. Shut up. I'm done listening to you. He didn't deserve to die, Gracie. He liked you. He was just showing his affection. He tried to rape me. I should have cut off his parts first and showed him. Joe's a nice guy. He only ever had your best interest in mind. How am I gonna find you a man if you keep killing him off? Maybe I don't want to find a man. Ever think I might be happier alone? I know. I know you better than that, Grace. You think you can fool everybody with your I hate people routine. But not me. I know better. I've known you way too long. Shut up! I don't want to talk about it. Of course you don't. You never do. Not after you murder someone. Don't be so melodramatic. Let's make no mistake here. You're murdering people. Self-defense, Janice. Grace. Who are you kidding, sweetie? One time is self-defense. Four is serial murder. There have so not been four. Oh, no. The guy in Truro, that one in Edmonston, Kitchener, and now Joe. So what? You're going to turn me in? No. I, I love you, sweetie. You're the sister I never had, but from one sister to another. Yeah? We gotta dump the body in the trunk somewhere it won't be found. And move. Again. I, I'm sorry. I know you hate moving. It's okay. I know you're sorry. Remember third grade? I promised you then I'd look out for you. And you have, Janice. You really have. Of course I have. I told you I love you. I am useless. 
I'm keeping you from having a happy life. You, you could, you know. Settle down. What kind of life would that be? What kind of life would I have if I didn't know you were okay, huh? Sweetie, once I know you're happy and healthy, then I can look into what I want. Why? Janice, why'd I do it? You're just scared, Gracie. You didn't exactly have the best childhood. It's not your fault. Maybe you should go back. I'm not going back to the hospital. They said you were fine. You're not fine. Killing people is not a trait that denotes fine. It's getting harder and harder to cover our tracks. I don't know how much longer I can do it. Sooner or later, somebody's bound to get wise. Oh, you fooled them. Yes. Yes, I have. But smarts gets you only so far. I want to stop, but they're trying to hurt me. I won't let anyone hurt you. Here's a thought. Maybe you should try taking your pills again. Things were good then, right? We had normal conversations. I didn't have to take care of you all the time. Maybe you're right. Uh-oh. What? Cop up ahead. Just let me do the talking. Evening. Hello, officer. Is there a problem? Yes, there's an accident up ahead. This road is closed from here on. Driver fell asleep at the wheel. We're going to have to get you to follow the detour over there on the right. Thank you, officer. No problem. It's getting late, miss. If you're looking for a place to stay, there's a motel just a ways past the detour near Sonia. It's really easy to fall asleep when you drive alone. Yes, officer. Thank you. He was cute. Yes. Yes, he was. have just listened to CNY Table Read's production of Night Driving from the Deadline Anthology. Written by Jack J. Ward and produced by Scott Mosher. Starring in tonight's feature, Eva Guggenheim as Janice and Grace and Dave DeLemater as The Officer. Original music from Sharon B. Look for more works from CNY Table Reads at soundcloud.com forward slash CNY table reads. This is Jack Ward speaking. Good night. And that's this week's show. Please check out our show notes for A Titan's Rise from our website at sonicsociety.org and give them some help in their new Kickstarter campaign, which is their 53rd. You know, maybe they can give me some hints on how to do one myself someday. Oh, yes, Jack. (laughs) (laughs) Dot, dot, question mark. And be sure to thank Scott Mosher from CNY Table Reads for their recent work. I hear they are coming out with a couple more of your scripts, Jack. 
Fingers crossed. I love hearing other groups producing my work as well. It it really mm. is an honor. Absolutely. And it is our honor to join you each week here for the Sonic Society now on season 16. Woohoo! So, <laughs> so until next week, I'm David Alt. And I'm Jack Ward. Have a lovely day. Thanks, everyone. The Sonic Society is written and produced weekly by Jack J. Ward and David Alt, with original music by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society by Creative Commons Licensing. The Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. You can listen to classical and brand new audio dramas through the Mutual Audio Network. Subscribe through Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or iHeartRadio today. There's eight different podcasts, one for each day of the week and genre. And the Mutual Audio Network broadcast feed so you don't miss a day of your favorite shows. Subscribe to Mutual Audio tonight. Good night.